got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Ricky. Yeah. Ricky. What's your favorite Jay-Z song? Uh, yeah. You just said the one that says hoes. <laughs> I don't know which one's the one, of course. <laughs> Lincoln Park. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it how you live, bitches. Mm. With a with a capital U. Mm, coming in strong. He coming in hot. Dropping bitchalisms and all of that. You know. Yeah, oh, oh, you good, yeah. fam? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Should we should we should we go into your wows and pals? No, not at all. Not at all. How was how was your no, how was your week? No, this is a regular. This is gonna be a regular show. How was how was your week, sir? <laughs> be a regular show. Uh, first off, I want to welcome all our esteemed guests and colleagues that are listening to the. Steam listeners. Say, where you are listening to Get It How You Live podcast. Uh, my name is Ross Labrador. He is Mr. Saul AF Urenia. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. It's a new week. Word in the words of Jay Z, you could be anywhere in the world, but you are actually listening to us, and we appreciate it. Plus, you have nothing better to do on the weekends. Just admit it. You're probably around our age. You have no life. If you're if you're around my age, you probably got a couple kids already. I you're know. a geriatric millennial. <laughs> yeah, you're a geriatric millennial. Just trying to hold on to anything, just any last slimmer of 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 like youth. Golly, it's like that. <laughs> Every last sliver, just of the last youth. sliver of youth. That's what you're trying to hold on to when you listen. Mm. To I'm that I'm that bridge that's keeping you guys connected. Mm. <laughs> he is the bridge, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. <laughs> he is connected with all things youth. This podcast is the bridge. <laughs> related. <laughs> oh, if you want to be, if you want to be Steve Buscemi in, in high school in that high school scene. What? <laughs> Hello, hello, youths, hello, young <laughs> children. What does he say? I forget. What movie is that? Is that Mr. Deeds that he's in? I forget. No, Mr. Yeah, Deeds is a crazy-eyed guy. Deeds is, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Anyways. Um, how was, you know what? No, how was your week, man? Um, how was everything? Great, what uh, What's going I had, on? I had a great week. Yeah. I had a great week. I had a very good week. Um, why did you have such a good week, Ross? Well, that's a good question, listeners. Um, <laughs> I think I think that it all started with the fact that my job is doing half day Fridays. So last Friday, oh, I guess, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half day Fridays. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a tradition every summer. So last Friday, I got off work early, so it, I kind of eased on into the weekend, right? Um, once that happened, then uh, Monday was just cool. But what made Monday so great is that Monday was the first day of the last week of school for my son. Ooh. Now, 
you're probably thinking, oh man, this man must be excited that his son is done with school. It signifies progress, growth, and all those things. No, I don't care about those things. Those things are great. Those things are amazing. But I am excited that it is the last week of school, or was rather, for my son, because it also signified that I no longer have to wake up at the butt crack of dawn to wake him up, feed him, and then take him to school. That is on pause. Yes, that is on pause for another two months, and I couldn't be more excited about that. Mm. Mm. Say word. I uh, I just I I just imagine how happy these kids are that uh, you know, they got the whole summer ahead of them. Bro, you know what I mean, like Thursday or, or or today. I just like I remember that feeling. I remember when it was like summertime, summer, you know, and, and school was out, and I mean, not not a care in the world. You're just nope. thinking like, oh man, what what do you, what do you, what can you do all day long? How long mm-hmm. can you play that Super Nintendo? That yeah, that's where I was gonna go. You would you know you would get people be like, oh you know, what are you gonna do? Are you planning on doing this? Are you planning on that? Like, nah, man, I'm planning on not waking up early and spending the little bit of money that I have at the video store renting video games. Mm-hmm. That is it. Ain't nobody gonna yell at me to go to bed because I ain't got no bedtime. It's the summer. Mm-hmm. That's it. I remember staying up really late watching all the like like the West Coast baseball games on TBS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, that was my favorite. I don't know why. My little like a nineteen inch Sanyo or two mm, Sanyo. Yeah, wow. but it was a wrap. It was a wrap. Yeah, like I just oh man, I, I don't know why, but I just always love watching baseball games like those West Coast those late baseball games. Yeah. For some reason, um, just reminds me. It really reminds me of summertime. But yeah, man, that's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. Yes, I like that feeling. So that's that was that was me. What about you, G? You good? Oh, chill. Yeah, just made made it through another week of work. You know. Yeah, I know you laid that job. We got that. We got this three day weekend. You know, it's funny enough. We had we had like a meeting uh, during the week, um, and they said I was doing. They're doing better. Better. They said I was doing good, which is better than I thought. <laughs> I was doing. I was like, "What? This is? Are you sure you got the right guy? Like, this can't be really happening right now." So, but, uh, but yeah, no, that that was my week. I was just just glad that uh that it's a three day weekend. Um, that government job, you know, they better give me Memorial Day off on Monday, so they do. Mm. <laughs> you aren't gonna stand for that fuckery, no, sir. But no, um, take but, that yeah, shit away. That was, that, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing crazy at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think if I always feel like I usually, you know, I, I try to write things down so I, so I try to remember while we're recording so I can. Well, you kind better of write shit down, old man. But uh, you know, no, nothing, uh, nothing crazy or exciting out of the ordinary really happened. No, no wows or pals for you, sir. I mean, what were your wows and pals, my friend? Oh, you want my wows and pals? Yeah. Let me give you a wow. So I told you about how great of a week it was because of the anticipation of my son not having to go to school, which really means that I get to be less responsible. 
So that was one wow. The other wow, kind sir, was yet again, what was uh, what's DJ Khaled? Another one. Mm. Kwame Brown versus everybody. This is uh, week two. Bro. Yo. He needs to stop. <laughs> no. Keep did going. You see, that man needs his podcast. A? Did you see Stephen A the other day, though? He brought, out a, he brought out a highlight reel. A Man. highlight reel of Kwame Brown's uh, bloopers. Whatever. Fuck Stephen A. Kwame Brown had, what, like a, a decade in the league? Like, I think 13 seasons. Yo, he had 13 seasons. How much money he made? Like 15? Seven teams. 13 seasons, seven teams. How much money he made? I don't know. I mean, more than more than I make ever. You know what I'm saying? He, he must have made, like, at least 50 mil. See, but here's the thing, man. What's the, what's the thing, man? We... <laughs> You know, we shouldn't. Well, well, this is the thing. It's not that we shouldn't, but nobody is bait or judging him or basing him off uh, like regular everyday Joes and Schmoes like you and I. Right. Like, compared to us, yes, of course, he's successful because, you know, to us, like, you know, he made the league. That's all right, great. And yeah, he, he made millions of dollars. That's not Probably made more money right. than Brian Scalabrini. You know what I mean? Like, all right, good for him. You know, like, all right, like, yeah, he's, he's amazing. But we're not judging him on that. Like, that's a big deal. The the 15th man on the bench is, is successful. Everybody knows that. Right on. Like, everybody right knows on. that. Right we're on. Judging him based on the fact that he was drafted number one overall. Hey, Amen. Okay, and 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 against and, and and we're judging him amongst his peers. Hey, Amen. Okay, Shit like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be out here and be like, oh, hey, like, you know, this guy, this guy is a shitty, like, I, I mean, how how do I how do I phrase this? Uh, like the guy's not a shitty human being. He's just like a like at work when I was serving for mm. people. In the hospitality industry. Talk about the hospitality you industry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, we'll talk about it a lot. Trust me. I, I'm, I'll get Kyle back on in a couple weeks. And, talk uh, about the hospitality and industry. Back. But, um, you meet a lot of you meet a lot of characters. You meet a lot of people. And you meet a lot of people and a lot of personalities that you, you know, you probably get along with. Great. Outside of work. But when it comes to working together as a team. It's like you people, ain't shit. In you know, this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You fucking up. Get out the way. Like, mm-hmm, oh, pick mm-hmm. it up. Pick up the slack. You know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, you're great to drink with and great to hang out with, but yo, to work with out of servers, out of all these servers, yo, you suck. Like, <laughs> like, get another job. Quit. Like, you should not be working in this industry. Like, you might have the build. You might have the personality. You outside of work, but you, you know, maybe you just like the work ethic. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. in a job like the NBA, you need work ethic. Like that's what gets you. Hey, that's what that's Kobe. That's all I gotta say, right? Michael Jordan. That's all I gotta say. When we watch these documentaries and, and you see the behind the scene and all the hard work that goes through, you know, that goes into becoming uh, as successful as they were. Uh, I mean, even just to be like a Robert Ory. Mm-hmm. You know, he got like seven rings. Yep. So uh, who 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 argued for him to be in the Hall of Fame? I'm sorry. Somebody argued for him to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I don't know, but you know it'll probably happen. Mm-hmm. They let that they let that stupid Raptors fan in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's 
Yeah, I don't, I don't get me started on that. That's so a dumb thing. Sure. It's like everybody can just get in the Hall of Fame. You mean like they? Wh- why don't they put Spike Lee in the Hall of Fame? They, Spike Lee should have been in the Hall of Fame if that guy got in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Give all me right. a break. All right, all right. Anyways, but yeah. So um, sidebar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot. I forgot to bring that up a couple weeks ago. But but yeah. So that's what it is. Kwame Brown just he's amongst his peers. And in the NBA, he underperformed and yeah. he just sucked, man. For I see, I you see know, all built, of that. You built like Dwight Howard. I see all of that, but I can't deny that my man is giving us great content right now, mm-hmm. y'all. That I'm, is true. I'm listening to him and I'm just dying laughing because let's keep it honest. Whatever he says about anybody, I haven't heard Kwame say anything that was false just yet. It's like, man, you've been quiet for a long time, but I'll be damned if you ain't making sense right now. Mm. Mm. And so, yes, week two of of the saga of Kwame Brown versus everybody, that is uh, my wow uh, for the week. Now, my pal, we're going to get a little more serious here. (laughs) My pal is uh, the fact (laughs) that here we are, um, a year after the murder of George Floyd, and the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act is still is still out there like being being debated. And the reason why it bothers me, the reason why it bothers me is because we saw what happened with the uh, with the hate crime bill against against Asian Americans, right? Against mm. Asian Americans. And um, I'm all for that hate crime bill. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, I'm all for it. But the speed of which the hate crime bill was voted on and approved and already signed into law by the president of the United States of America bothers me. It doesn't bother me because it went by too fast. It bothers me because other shit hasn't gone by as fast. And what and what we're what it's a reminder of is that what do we agree on? What do we agree on or what do people agree on as far as like the Congress goes? Because that's what it's about. A lot of times Congress, Congress and Senate, you know, our legislative body, our legislative branch passes legislation that not everybody knows what they mean, nor does anybody really care about it. Right. When you talk about like subsidies for for farmers and things of that nature. Don't nobody give a damn about that. Not so much that they don't give a damn, but they don't really understand. We're not farmers. Only like one, one to three percent of American of American of the American population uh, are are in the farming industry, are in the business of producing food. That's a whole nother problem right there. That only one to three percent are responsible for feeding ninety seven percent. But I digress. Uh, the problem, and and but that's that's also something to think about, right? So here we have an issue that's a very niche issue, and it gets passed like that. Oh, we need more money for farmers. Boom, let's pass that. Oh, we need more subsidies for this corn. Let's pass that. Oh, we want to pass a legislation that will ask of law enforcement to be more responsible. Not only towards black people, because the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act doesn't necessarily say that it's for black people. In fact, his name was thrown on it, but that's not necessarily just for him. It's just like 
to make law enforcement officers a little more accountable. And for some odd reason, those 534 people who sit and work in the Capitol building can't, in the U.S. Capitol building, that is, can't seem to agree that yes, that is something that should be prioritized. That is something that should that we should give thought to. They now, can't seem to agree that a lynching bill. So, so there you go. So we have <laughs> we have conversations all the time about racial inequities, about all the inequalities and all that. So I won't I won't beleaguer the point on this one, but I just it just it just kind of it just stings, and just because it was a year after. George Floyd this week, which also happened to be our daughter's birthday on that day. But it was just mm. like, oh man, we're really um we're we're really we're really still throw, kicking that football around. We're really still debating this. You you have you have senators, you have members of Congress, lawmakers on both sides who agree that it is something that should that should happen. But here we are arguing about that. But there was no argument when this Asian hate started happening because of COVID. Just exactly. For so, one year. One right? year. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because it's, it's part of the COVID-19. It's like, it's it's a COVID-19 thing. So what we're saying is, you guys can't even agree as to whether or not COVID-19 is real. Because we all know that it is real. But y'all motherfuckers want to posture up and act like it's not. But you do agree that there shouldn't be any violence against Asians in this country. But we can't agree that, again, people who are sworn, people who have taken an oath to uphold the laws of this country, to uphold public safety, really. It's not about upholding laws. It's literally about public safety, making sure that you, me, and everybody else around this piece are safe. And you have, again, a segment of population say, yo, I don't even feel safe with y'all or who are deputized to keep me safe. But we don't want to have that conversation. So that was the big pile for me. Um, I just, I just, I just, I'm unsettled by that. Now, others, others, maybe, maybe people are like, oh, well, you know, why does it have to have George Floyd's name on it? Why does he, why does he have to be a martyr? Well, I have a newsflash for you. George Floyd didn't want to be a martyr. George Floyd didn't want to die for the cause. George Floyd went to the grocery store to buy some shit, took out $20 to pay, and that's all he was trying to do that day. He ain't trying to be the face of a movement. He's not the face of a movement. He's just one of the proverbial straws that broke the camel's back. But he ain't, he ain't the face of the movement. Poor, fe poor fellow, would, his family would give anything. You think he really was? George Floyd ain't die for nothing. He wasn't trying to die. And so if his name's got to be off of it, then let his name be off of it. You can call it a Justice and Policing Act. How about that? That's all I got to say about my pal. Mm. Yeah. I feel that pal, though, because, I mean, it's true. Like, it's just, you know, I and, and I, hate to, I hate to be this person because, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, like, it's not like, not a pissing contest you know it's not like a like a you know it's not it's not like a like a dick swinging contest where it's like uh we've we've had more oppression than they have had and like yo I, I, the asians 
in general in this country have been treated like shit. You know, I mean, we can take it back to the railroad. Uh, uh, like the, when they were building the railroad here, when, when they were brought in for labor from uh, into California, into San Francisco in the late 1800s, like 1870s. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I do have to bring up this point, and, and I hate to say this, but I, but they were getting paid. It might have been much, but they were getting paid. And it's not mm. the same as like slave labor, regardless. It, it, I don't know. I hate that I'm making this, you know, that I'm like, you know, comparing and, and, and trying to trying to trying to like justify, I guess, you know, my my feelings towards this. But it's just kind of crazy that uh, immediately. All right. And this is the thing. Immediately, I think of Ahmaud Arbery. Mm. And like. Imagine if there was some sort of law. Or some sort of bill that's been passed that's like an anti-discrimination, you know, discrimination bill against uh, people of color, like black and brown people, like anti-hate or whatever it is, you know, like anti-violence. The same type of bill, you know, pass. Yeah, that's all I'm asking for. Because we, hey, my man got shot jogging, got killed by some wannabe, you know, vigilante Punisher guys who thought they were, I don't even know what they were doing. These fat rednecks, you know what I mean? Like, give me a break. And there's still like there's still there's still question about violence, right, towards black and brown people and racism. We can't get any kind of bill passed in 400 years and anything. There's nothing that can get passed, but one year of coronavirus and we get you know the anti, like the stop the Asian hate bill, which is I'm absolutely 100 percent fine with, and I and I listen, I'm I'm cool with it. I get it, but how come? But <laughs> I. I just don't get the other side of it, you know? And, like, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I could go off and say some other wild stuff right now if I really wanted to about how they feel about people, you know, that are black and brown for the most part. Right, right, right. We're not going to do that. But, yeah, no, I see like, what you're saying. Either. It's not a secret. Like I see what you're saying, but my, my beef... My beef's not even on that tip. That's a whole nother conversation for another yes, day, you're right. you're for right. another episode. You're right. But I'm just saying, if we can, if we can expedite that bill, let's expedite the other one that's been sitting around for about a year, or any or any other bill. Let's just that get one that like that outlaws lynching. You know? So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Which is wild, but anyway. just a little pal. Just, just my, just my view of things in, in my little corner of the world. I feel you. Right here in Osceola County. I feels you. Mm, Osceola. So that's that. Old Osceola County. <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna have somebody running for some sort of uh, official government seat or something pretty soon? That's not going to be in Osceola County, friend. Oh, I thought it was Osceola County. That is not going to be in Osceola County. All right, good. Thank um, God. Though. From, from what I recall, from what I recall, the person that you are making reference to is out in Oviedo. Whoa. Ah, good luck, Oviedo. I don't know. That's that's tough. That's a college. That's a college county. It's out in Oviedo. Um. I don't know where, uh, and he's planning on running against Stephanie Murphy. 
now I want to see because she's what she's the seventh congressional district. I think so. Yeah, let's see this. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. You think so? You're I talking. Think so. About, you're talking about a retired Navy SEAL. Yeah, I'm talking about a, a clown who wants to focus on on uh, election security, like something crazy happened. If you're really believing that, and you're younger than me, you're a crazy. Like you're a crazy person. That's all I got to say. If you really think there was some sort of election fraud committed, if you're running on that kind of platform, then you're a fucking lunatic. And, and I don't know what to say. Like, I hope he, people will figure it out. I don't care if you're a Navy SEAL or not. Big deal. He can swim really good. Okay, so what? He can hold his breath really long. Big fucking, big whoop. Give me a break. I, the guy gets no respect for me if he's if, with that kind of platform. He lost all respect for me. Right, and that's fine, but we're talking about votes here. Yeah, man's is not man's is not worried about you. And he's younger than me, and he's sitting here talking about election security. Get out of here, bro! Election fraud. Well, we all know it's a joke. Like, I hope people know better. That's all I'm saying. I hope people know better. Is it? Is would he be your representative if he wins? Are you? No, I don't think. No, no, you don't have to be an Oviedo. No. You don't have to be an Oviedo. The the district. I was saying that the district stretches that far, which is why I know that it doesn't pertain to me. Oh no, I don't know. If it does, I'll do everything I can to make sure he doesn't win. Yeah, it looks like because the I'll find out. I'll find out as soon as I find out. I'll make sure I I volunteer my time against. Uh, I volunteer my time for Stephanie Murphy, and find out all the dirt on. I mean, I already got dirt on this guy, but it is what it is. I got some pretty, I got some pretty, uh, some pretty um, reliable sources. <laughs> that was funny. Oh man, that. I'm telling you, man, I feel a county. Y'all better watch out. <laughs> I know no, way too much about you guys and your parents. That's all I got to say. <laughs> what are you, what are you drinking tonight, sir? Yeah, you know what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> Little Western Sun, yeah. <laughs> I need some like uh, Western, you know, gunfire or something going off. I, I got. Well, hold I on, got, I'll find that. I'll find that sound effect. And, and hold just, on, hold on. Before you go on a tangent about the the wonders of uh, of uh, of this Texas vodka, did you did you want to share? Did you already share your wives and pals? I don't. I feel like you haven't talked about ten times distilled. Ten times distilled <laughs> Western Suns. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there, everybody. Um, <laughs> the Knicks didn't win tonight. Yeah, no. So, anyways, yeah. Wild, <laughs> my wilds and pals. I, look, my wilds and pals. My, I'll go for my first wild. My first wild was um, Wednesday night. The Knicks won their first playoff game in eight years in the there Garden, you go. and um, it was an amazing time. Shout out to to Big Grape. Shout out to Fox. And yo, shout out to my man Chris Duhan. Who showed up at the bar? Um, I'm watching the game. I guess he was in town. And uh, if people don't know, Chris Duhan, former Nick, uh, holds a single game uh, Nick assist record uh, with 22 assists in a single game for the Knicks. Um, and, anyways, also played for the Magic, uh, got, was drafted by the Bulls, and played for the Lakers. And uh, my man's just, he's good, won a national championship with Duke in college. Anyways, I'm I am lucky enough to call him a friend of mine because we have watched several basketball games together and hung out. I have his number. He has mine. 
and we text. So yeah, I'm dropping it like that. I'm dropping, I'm name dropping my guy like that. Name dropper. Because of him, I mean, I'm telling you, the minute he walked in, the Knicks turned it around and uh, we were down uh, 15 uh, at one point and we came back and, and we won and it was amazing. I mean, what a night. Oh God. The, you know, just, just playing dips at all night long at Lizzie. Shout, sh- again, shout out to Fox and great. Cause uh, we were acting a fool. Uh, are you going to shout out the bar as well? Oh yeah. Lizzie's Lizzie. Oh, shout out the lodge and shout out my boys. Yeah. Shout out Jose and Kenny and, you know, sh- sh- they-, they took care of us, had the sound on and everything like that. So it was, it was beautiful. Um, so that was my, my wow. And then my pal, unfortunately, is they lost tonight. They got waxed. Mm. Uh, they came back, to, uh, played in Atlanta, and Trey Young is just such a scumbag. Is he, I mean, man? Uh-huh, you know, he is because uh, he's playing the Knicks right now. So uh, <laughs> he's a scumbag. But, <laughs> but it, you know, it's just almost like he's uh, – uh, I don't. He he hasn't earned the, the he hasn't earned the attitude he's walking around with right now. I, I, that's just how I feel. Um, but listen, it's it's looking pretty bad. If Julius Randle uh, can't get it together, he's had three horrible games right now. He, I think it was like two for fifteen tonight. Um, I don't know. We got to win on Sunday. Catch me out on Sunday, acting a fool, especially if we win. But uh. But I guess that's pretty much it, man. Those are my wows and pals. It's not nothing too crazy. Just uh, you know, my my life uh, hangs in the balance uh, as the Knicks go. Yo, <laughs> as the Knicks go, so do I. <laughs> you made it sound like it was a bet, <laughs> like you owe some bookie money. My life. No, 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 no. I never, I never bet. I never bet. They need to cover the spread. No, I'm not. I know you don't bet, yeah. sir, but I guess our listeners didn't. Yeah, no. But I'm when you said that like you're live. I'm not that kind of gambler. You know? <laughs> you got to know when to know when hold, hold them. them. Know when to fold them. them. Know when to walk away. Know when, when to run. run. <laughs> you never count your money when you're sitting at the table. <laughs> mm, show <sure> don't. <laughs> the wisdom. You never count your money. The wisdom. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, let's get into this. What oh, we we're got? doing I it. I mean, you know, real quick, you made me watch that Andrew Yang interview. Oh, we're going. We're going there. What is? <laughs> Bro, who is this guy? Yo, first and foremost, that's that was a bad interview for him. Let me lead with a disclaimer. Let me lead with a disclaimer, and I don't know if it's so much of a disclaimer as much as it is me saying full disclosure. Full disclosure. When the primary opened and we had a great multitude of candidates on the Democratic side. I had Andrew Yang on my short list because I was a big fan of Andrew Yang. Yep. And I'm not afraid to say it because Andrew Yang has some amazing policy ideas. Andrew Yang is a very rich man. That's not why I'm a fan of him. He's a very rich man, but he also has something called a good sense of humanity. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, because of the ideas that he was throwing out there, the idea of, of a universal income, which sounds crazy to some people, where is all this money coming from? Well, you, the same place that the money's coming from for us to be buying, spending billions of dollars on bailouts for Wall Street. And well, companies there's, all well, over. for Wall Street. Thank you for bringing that up. I was going to talk mm -hmm. about the defense budget, but that mm. is correct. And I was going to talk about, you know, I, no one's got any qualms about cutting education funds to add to building prisons. No one's mm. got any qualms of cutting from social, um, social welfare funds, right? Mm. To to add to law enforcement budgets or to when we're talking about giving tax cuts to developers and things of that nature. And what we lose are things that are actually put together for what we like to call our social net. And in America, that social net is very thin nationwide and it gets even thinner depending on which states you go to. And so um, the idea of, of an Andrew Yang as president was very good because I, I liked his views I liked his social views. I knew that it was hokey and that he possibly would not get it. But I liked his views because it was like, yeah, okay, somebody who's not going to be a centrist, somebody who's not telling me what he thinks I want to hear. Ha, ha, ha. That was for the presidential elections, my friends. Fast forward to 2021, Andrew Yang is running for political office in the city of New York to become the mayor of the city of New York. And let me tell you that he probably figured out that he should have done a little more pandering during the presidential election because his mayoral campaign has been nothing short of him pandering. And that's very comical. That's very disappointing. That's very disappointing. He yep. can't. They, he can't. He's like you can tell. He's like lying about Jay Z being his favorite like artist. That was that was awkward. Uh, yo, shout out to Z Way by the way. She used to yeah, be a writer be. on the Jesus and Mero show back. In yeah, the day. yeah, that's how she blew up. Yeah, that's how she got that show on. Uh, on I mean, that's not how I'm sure yeah. she put in the work, but that was kind of the entryway, is what I yeah. meant. And like, yo, she's hilarious. I think she, we had a Twitter interaction. Either she liked one of my tweets or she replied oh, to one oh. of my tweets a while back. Yeah, I was like, before she had the show, and I was like, oh, or on Instagram or something. I forget. So I, I, you know, uh, just because of that, I know her already and we're best friends. So oh. shout out, shout out to Z Wave because that, yo, that show is a good, yo, it's a good show. Like, I don't know. I, I just I just love like that awkward kind of humor sometimes where you just put people in like these weird situations, you know, with these awkward questions. Um, and like and and that's the thing with Andrew Yang. They weren't even like awkward questions. They, he just he just he's just bad at like I don't know. It was bad. Yeah. What? So I don't know how we're to talking about. It. We're it's talking about bad. an interview. That Andrew Yang did with um man, I gotta remember her last name. My Nigerian sister Dway Dway Fu Zway Zway Fu. I just know it's just Zway. She goes by Zway on show on Showtime. Zway Fumugo. That's her name. Zway Fumugo. And um, so she interviews various people. Things. She's very elegant. 
She's had the opportunity to interview Andrew Yang very recently. And um, yeah, he's Andrew Yang just and 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 to be fair, obviously that was a lighthearted interview. If they were if they were to go into uh into policy, I'm sure he would have held his own. But interviews like that is to make people know that you are a personable individual. Yes, and you're not a weird yeah. robot. So when she asks you if you listen to rap and you say yes, and then you start naming artists, dude, you're just naming artists that you think motherfuckers want to hear. Don't do that. When she asks you <laughs> your favorite train station. Yo, oh. my man. What did he say? He said Times Square? Times Square, because that's his style. Yo, I don't care who you are. City of New York has about 8 million people, metropolitan-wise. It might be more, because I'm quoting numbers from 10 Yo, years Nobody ago. likes been, stopping at Times Square, bro. There's been, there's been a, a, a census recently, and we are sure that the numbers are going to be very accurate. Shout out to number 46. 46 is Joe Biden for trying to fix the wonderful job that Mr. Trump and his people did on the census. But going back to... Or lack thereof. Yeah, but going back to what I'm saying is I'm quoting I'm quoting 20... I'm quoting 2010 numbers here when I say that there are 8 million people in, in New York. I, I don't know if you all remember. Jay-Z said 8 million stories on the Empire State. <laughs> Empire mm-hmm. State of Mind song. He was also using 20... He was also using numbers from 2010. But going back to that, my point is this. If you ask anybody who lives in the metropolitan area. Well, we got 18 Chicago, million people living in New York City. If probably. you ask them which train station is their favorite, they'll just laugh at you, give you the finger and say none and keep it moving. Yes. So a man busting out with Times Square, I was like, oh, man, he's being a tool bag. Why? Yes. He could have said Penn Station. Oh, okay, okay. Now, well, I don't think he's a Knicks fan. No, he's not. He's not a Knicks fan either. Everyone knows so, he's a Brooklyn fan. He said he was a Knicks. He's a fake. He's fake. Everybody knows the Knicks are the only real team in New York City. Everybody knows that. So you, he's not. you could be a Nets fan. It's all right if you're from Jersey. You know, you could be a Nets fan, whatever, if you just started watching basketball. If you were born in, like, the year 2000 and, uh, you know, like, 10 or something like that, yeah, 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 you could be a Nets fan. It's okay. I get it. Whatever. But listen, everyone knows that the Knicks run that city regardless. Like, uh, they, they had the highest, highest uh, rating for a game in playoffs. So in all the playoffs or something like that, uh, the first game against the Hawks last Sunday. So I don't want to hear it. Like, it is what it is. Orange and blue skies forever, baby. We're coming Orange back and Sunday. Orange and blue game skies four. forever. That's, that's what you're going with. <laughs> Oh man. Oh yo. Speaking of just like controversial just like loonies that I mean, well, he's not that controversial. He's just definitely kind of a little bit loony. But Oh, oh! <laughs> What does that sound mean, Saul? What you know what that, that sound mean? means. You know what that sound means, my friend. That means we've got another Joe Greenberg Matt Gates recap. For yeah. weird sexual predators story. Oh man. Hit me, Ross. What's happening? So so earlier this week, yo, earlier this week, Matt Gates, uh, one of his ex-girlfriends, 
you know, they, they, they've been keeping it hush hush. So they say ex-girlfriend. So we don't know if that he took to dinner with, <laughs> with Tucker Carlson and his wife. Oh, the 17-year-old or whatever? We, I, Tucker doesn't remember her, so we don't allegedly, know. Allegedly, allegedly. Tucker does not remember her, so we don't know. Oh. But um, yeah, apparently Matt Gates's ex has been named as a cooperating witness with uh, the Justice Department on his uh, investigation. Mm. So Shorty has agreed to cooperate with federal authorities. Again. That is never a good look, fam. Mm. Never a good look. And I mean, there's out to my gates for um, carrying business as usual while his life is literally falling apart at the seams. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I have yo. That's respect, respect. Because here's one thing I have to be honest with you about. Um, I'm a very expressive person, and so if something like that were to be happening to me, I wouldn't be able to act like nothing is going on. You feel me? So if this was like yo, they got. I mean. First of all, let's make sure, let's make one thing clear, all right? <laughs> you ain't never going to catch Ross Labrador in a situation where they're going to be like, yo, my man used to pay the 17-year-old for sexual favors. Nah, son. On Venmo. <laughs> so, so like. <laughs> oh, man. So let's clear that up. I'm not, I'm not paying nobody for sexual favors, period. Word. What are you talking about? So let's clear that up. That ain't going to happen. I don't think I could do that. But with that said, <laughs> I'm, if anything of the sort is happening in terms of, yo, if I'm in legal trouble, legal trouble that could have, that, that, yo, we're talking about doing time, son. Talk about doing hard time. We're talking about federal time. So if I was in that situation, you best believe that I wouldn't be out here gallivanting about going to this state, going to that state, hanging out with, with crackpots such as Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yo. So, and um, and Do so because of that, cocaine. Yo, straight up, and so and so like I'm I'm Florida State coeds. I'm saying this to say, <laughs> my man. My man, barely my man, eighteen. Where was he? Where was he? I think I think he was he was out in Cali, right? Yeah. Oh, oh it looks like he was out in Cali, probably getting some surgery done to pull back that face a little bit tighter. Could Yo. bounce a quarter on his cheeks. <laughs> they were doing they were doing an America First rally, and I think it was out in the villages oh, again. Again, and Mans was like, Mans was talking about the and that was that was after that San Jose shooting. Which, by the way, shout out to America for going back to its old ways for sure. Uh, y'all wasn't playing when y'all was talking about going back to normal. 
out here, out here doing mass shootings like it's going out of style. Like y'all missed. Y'all trying to make up for the mass shootings y'all didn't get to do during COVID, boy. Mm. So, but going back to it, my man was my man was talking about uh, they were in Georgia actually. Yeah, they were in Georgia because they were they were they were in uh, they were in Marjorie Taylor Green country. And he was like, yo, and they were basically talking about how you know there's a cancel culture. Everybody's fighting cancel culture. I, I don't know. But they were talking about cancel culture. They were talking about how like the internet is uh, how all these social media companies are trying to censor people. And my thing is, yo, if you got beef, you guys are acting like these social media companies are government entities. They're not, they're private businesses trying to make money, but that's neither here nor there. And he was like, oh, the internet's hall monitors out in Silicon Valley, they think that they can suppress us or that they can discourage us. Well, you know what? Silicon Valley can't cancel this movement or this rally or this congressman. We have a Second Amendment right in this country, and now <laughs> we have the obligation to use it. Yo, what do you mean we have the obligation to use the Second Amendment right against Silicon Valley? So that's what we should be doing. We should be out here shooting. We should be out and shooting the, the, those uh those those what, what those software engineers yeah, that work on San Jose? Come on, man. He's a clown. He, he'll be behind bars soon enough. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's like Krusty like, the clown, bro. Everyone's rolling on him. So give me a break. And speaking of <clears throat> just shooting all over the place, I guess uh, Texas passed an open carry law or whatever. Like, is that real? Well, they haven't passed it yet, but it's it's going to the what's his name. Um, Abbott, the governor. Okay. Yeah, it's it's going to it's going to Abbott. Um, it's a constitutional carry bill. And uh, and so in Texas, you used to have you, you used to need so you could so in Texas you could have a rifle. Now I mean you could get you a rifle, you could get you a shotgun. That's cool. But a handgun, you need to have a permit for that. Well, that might change. That might change. People can now, if this proposal gets signed by Governor Abbott, which he already said he's going to sign it into law. But, yeah, people are now going to have the opportunity to carry handguns without needing a permit, which means that you might not even have to record that you own a handgun in the state of Texas. Which I mean, call me a call me a fatalist if you want to, but that just sounds to me like that's opportunity for people to just sneak guns into all kinds of places. So, bro, uh, that's not yeah. like an opportunity. Yeah, Texas, Texas for, is like, oh, y'all could go ahead and buy these guys, yo. For like just straight up duels from here on out now. <laughs> yeah, ten paces, turn, fire. Yeah. Like that's that's gonna be out west, bro. What are, what are these what are these what are these backyard yokels in Texas doing right now? What are they so afraid of that they gotta carry around a gun everywhere they go? They're just so scared of what? Of what? You know of the whole have... agenda? Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> is that what it is? is it, give me a break. Give, that's give, it, give baby. me a break. Are they scared? Agenda, Are they scared they're gonna get like artisanal sandwiches now instead of like I don't, I don't who are these people and why? Why is why do they think it's okay to 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 uh, do you know how many people I you know what? Like 
if you want to give the cops a green light to, to shoot and kill you, why not? Well, I guess it depends what color you are. Mm. Talk about it. I just say like, I can't, but I can't imagine that. Like I can't imagine, I can't, I can't imagine walking around with my gun. I can't, I can't imagine me walking around being able to walk around with my handgun. Well, start start <laughs> imagining it. That's the, that, that is that is the biggest nightmare on this planet. If you guys ever see me walking around with a handgun, go back inside. Start imagining it. <laughs> Like there's no way, there's no way anybody should be allowed to walk around with a handgun, undocumented and everything, and just think what they're dirty, hairy. Dirty hairy, baby. The like cobra. Do you feel? Wow, you went there with cobra, <laughs> bro. Come on, was, why was that? Was that him, Sylvester Stallone? Oh, that definitely is Sly Stone, bro. That like, definitely is Sly Stone on a motorcycle with a leather jacket, and he's rocking aviators. Bro, that that perm that he's got, that blowout. Yeah. Woo. Yo. And full disclosure, my man Saul used to rock some aviators back in the day. You, I still rock them, bro. You there know? you go. There you go. <laughs> and I'm just reminded of how silly you used to act out there with them <laughs> aviators on. Excuse me, sir. With that, with them aviators on. Yeah, excuse me, sir. License registration, please, sir. Yeah, please, that was sir. all you. <laughs> Yo, I look even cooler with this mustache I got now. Oh man, <laughs> I can imagine it. You look, oh, like, man. you look like super troopers. That's great, bro. It's classic. It's classic. That's what it is. I guess everybody thinks they're a super trooper out in Texas. Yeah, um, Texas, I, Texas, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger out this piece, bro. It's just such a bad idea. I mean, I can't imagine. Um, just thinking like you know the whole a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy that with a gun mentality, is, and they will just, die on that hill. That is just the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life or heard of in my life. I mean, it's it's uh, who I mean, what, what who's going to stop this person from all the examples that we've seen, you know, on cell phones being threatened for their life when nothing ever happened being pushed to the ground and shooting somebody as they're walking away. Coming up that's, and yelling that's, at, that's at a man's concern. like, you know, wife in a car, child, pregnant child or whatever, pregnant wife, and then like, you know, pulling out a gun and shooting him. That's my concern right there. Is uh, is when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, like how gangster do you think? Ah, you were the first one to yawn, by the way. How gangster do people think? You're right. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> How gangster do people think that they, you know, they are like, how tough? Why? Why? How tough do you have to be to walk around with a gun? Like, who, who, wh- where are you going? Where are you going where you need a gun everywhere you go? Yo, straight up. Thank you. I would want to move. You. you better make moves and, and like get out of there. Like, I wouldn't want to live with that kind of, uh, you know, like that high blood pressure. That's what I'm saying. Yo, that you made a good point right there. Back in the wild, wild west, you needed to have your gun on you. Why? Yeah, because there were wild animals. You never knew when it would go down. No, and there were little wild animals. Like, you you just didn't know what you you had to kill out there. But here we are. 21st century is in full swing. Hell, it's 2021. We're civilized. Or at least I'd like to think so. 
I understand having a gun at the crib to protect your house. There's still people who are wild enough to try to break into your house and take your stuff or hurt your loved ones or hurt you. That's understandable. But if you are to a point where you're like, yo, I'm going to Publix. Let me make sure I keep that thing on me, though. Because you never know. You might be in line and somebody might say something. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to have to pull it out. Yo, I'm going to go to the car wash. Let me make sure I keep that thing on me, though. Yeah, like, what do you, I mean, who's going to, who do you, what's going to happen? Where are you at? What, like, what kind of, don't, just wash the car at your house. If you're I'd be like, yo, I'd be like, yo, son, we go, we're going to Chili's. We're going, there you go. You was watching the game at Lily's. Yo, we, we're going, we're going to Lily's. We're going to watch the niggas game. Word, word. Hold up, though. Let me make sure I got the thing on me, though. Like, I can't imagine always wanting to have to stay strapped. To you know what I'm saying? Like... You're a teacher. You're a teacher. You're about to go teach these youths. Yo, let me make sure I keep that thing on me, though. I got I teach third grade. You know how crazy these third grade <laughs> you know I want to make sure I stay strapped. Just I in case little strapped. Billy decides to run up and put a, a thumbtack on my, on my seat when I'm not strapped. looking. Yo, we're going to church. Let me make sure I got that thing on me, though. I got to pull a bullet in his seat. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, this is where we at, man. Ay, ay, ay. What a joke. What a joke. So, uh, so if you were in Texas, you could keep that thing on you, man. Maybe get you a 10 gallon hat. I mean, I'd definitely get myself a 10 gallon hat. If I was no? in Texas, I would definitely go full cowboy. I would get I would get the, the gun belt with two holsters. Oh. So I can go double gun. Like but I mean I'm talking about old school six shooter. Dirty Harry for real. I'm wearing spurs, so you can hear me ching ching every time I walk. I'm just gonna make sure there are double doors everywhere I go so I can just kick them bitches boom, open. Push them through with both hands, and just like the silhouette of my shadow. And I'm gonna start saying "varmint" a lot. Varmint. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would go full on, fucking Yosemite Sam, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> mustache and everything. Right on with your aviators Yo, on. There's gold up in the hills, varmint. Yeah. Yeehaw, so that's, dance, that's, partner, dance. That's yeah. where we are in Texas. That's that's the state of things. I be going mad you know. dog, mad dog Tanner. <laughs> you lost Back me. Back to the Future 3. You lost me with that one. Yeah, mad three. dog, Biff Tanner. So like, nobody calls me mad dog. Mm. Nobody. I mean, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I would... Oh my goodness! I better, you know what? I better see guys doing a bunch of gun tricks, like. <laughs> yeah, you know that's not gonna happen. Twirling them around, you know what I mean? Like taking them in and out of their holsters real quick, hands in the air. That'd be really cool. I understand the law being passed, but if you're just passing a law to pass a law because you just want to, everybody to run around with guns, I can't wait to see how many people are gonna get shot up. I cannot yo, wait to see how many people are going. Yo, can to I stop you up. real quick? <laughs> Hold on, because we we mentioned Cobra 
Sylvester Stallone. And I wanted to make sure that I was accurate in my uh, leather jacket statement. And I was wrong. Because I'm looking at the poster right now. It was like a bomber jacket. Probably like that. Nah, son. Man's, man's, one is, man's was in a full V-neck shirt. Oh. Little thin joint. Not quite, not quite Egyptian cotton. Saba, Saba knows about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The finer, the finer fabrics, the finer linens. And the tagline for the flick is crime is a disease. Oof. Meet the cure. 1986. Cobra. But the reason why I was pausing you, sir, is because. The budget for the movie was $25 million. $25 mil for that movie? It cost $25 mil to make. Do you know how much money that movie made box office, sir? $160 million. What? Thank you kindly. That's why I had to stop you, son. That's why I had to stop you. I didn't expect that the movie flopped. No, sir. We're talking about Sylvester Stallone. In 1986, and Brigitte no Nielsen, That's no right. way he would have flopped. But I didn't expect Mans to bring in 160 million dollars. Mm. Mm. Hell no. That's because everybody, everybody loves that fucking Dirty Harry. Uh, mm. You know, the, like idea. They, 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 they all think. You know, they're love. That, that, that's the problem. That that really is. We've heard it a million times. And and it really is like this Western, uh, like like train of thought, where it's like you know machismo and just like you know biggest gun wins and biggest muscles, and it's just like ah, I'm here to just like blow everything up because I I'm the man, and she's like yeah I'm here to save you, do whatever I want to do, and then all of a sudden it's just like if nobody wants to do what you want to do, not like now you're the bad guy, mm-hmm. right? You're the tyrant with the gun. So then I I mean like I. I What's happening here? Is that what we want? We want a bunch of demolition mans running around? We want a bunch oh. of Rambos running around? Yes. Yes. Like, that is that is exactly it. That is exactly wild. it. That's just wild to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's take let's take a quick break. We'll come back. because uh, we got. Um. It's like I guess it is. It's right. It's coming up on on a hundred years. Of of Tulsa, is that yes, correct? yes, surely is. So, um, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back and, and and talk about that a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Universal Studios. Yeah, and then, shout out uh, to Universal, man. Yeah, uh, I guess, man. I guess shout out to them. I don't know, bro. They. They were so sloppy this whole past year. With the That's what I'm saying. Stuff. Shout out to Universal. You know when, like, <laughs> yo, they're bad. They yo, bad. You, uh, let me. Uh, all right. So, and the reason why I'm saying that, and and then we could go on break. But you know, you got you you have your nieces, right? You know, sometimes your niece does something for you, and then you're like, yo, yo this is this is rough looking. But you know, she meant mm. well. Mm. So when you take it, you're like, oh, thank you, because you know she meant well. Yeah, that's, that's 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 what you. you she's not working she, with. She's not working with a million dollar budget. You know. What I mean? But that's my point. That's my point. Universal. Mm. Universal is working with all that money. Disney 
was not. Oh, Disney, Disney got money, bro. Disney Here's got my point, money. though. Here's my point. Disney was running at a deficit, and I can promise you that they still made more bread than Universal because Facts. they had this because they had this shit in order. Mm. So they meant well. Universal meant well. Mm. But we, yeah, yeah, they're the low, they're they're, they're the mm. little brother in town. Mm. Hi. Right, well, <laughs> we'll see what's up. And that's all I have to say about <laughs> that. <laughs> I gotta talk about my life. Yeah. Universal. Yeah. We'll be back. I gotta. I gotta get a refill. <laughs> Maybe you should. Yeah, what's your sons? Oh boy, go. We gonna come back with a with a cowboy and some stirrups and a and a gun belt. Some some snakeskin boots. Ah oh boy, yes sir. We'll All right. Back. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life. Drop two, baby. We appreciate you for sticking around. Listen to us ramble yet again on your weekends. Thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Yo, that got deep real quick. All right. <laughs> that was, yeah. That took a turn. That took a turn. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah man. What you do on your break? Uh, did you make a refill? Uh Oh, yeah, my friend. Oh, yeah. So another, another, uh, another mule. I mean, you know, it, it just... It, I feel like uh, it's like ginger beers. It's supposed to be good for you, no? Nah, man, come on, bro. Nah, not really. Not really. Ginger itself is good for you. A ginger beer? Ah, you oh. know, I don't. I don't know that there are any specific benefits. You know, it's just like it's it's kind of it's it's a soda, I guess. So, you know, if you got like if you're feeling nauseous or something, and you get you some ginger beer, and you'll 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 feel good, or or it should help you feel better. But I don't know, I don't know that ginger beer has any um any. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, all good. I don't know that ginger beer has any uh, specific value or uses other than to uh, spice up your uh, alcoholic beverage, which, let's be clear, I have no beef against. I have no qualms or misgivings about that part. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know that ginger beer has any other... uh, Ah, well, whatever. I mean, you know... Mix in with that Western Suns. Oh boy, yes. Yeah. That that has made you a, a whole new man. I need to talk to Sade. Yeah, Western Sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, uh, Howard D. Yeah, give us some more of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Western he got a little good shot yeah. going. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. That's enough. 
That's enough of the. Uh... <laughs> That's enough of this. <laughs> yeah, definitely got a, got my refill. Some Western Sons vodka. Word. Um. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> want to welcome everybody back <laughs> to the second half. <laughs> Second half of uh, Get It How You Live with your boys Ross and Saul, or uh, as some people like to call me, Saul. Saul. Um, Saul, Saul, Saul. That is it. That is I. Um, yeah, I guess uh, we left off. Um, I guess we were going to talk a little bit about Tulsa. Hey. Um, you know, th- it's funny because, like, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, let's just go right into it. Forget it. Let's just go right into it. We're coming up on 100 years. Yes, sir. Uh, when, in like two weeks? Something like that? Nah, more like three days. Oh, three days? Yeah. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Get out. Yeah, okay. see, you've been messing with that Western sun. Western sun, yeah! Too much, but yeah, more like three days. And I say three days, but really it's like two days. But here's why. So, so let's let's get into like the 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 date. Oh, you're first. Yeah, it's June first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into it. All right. So on uh, on May thirtieth, um, and it's May thirtieth, nineteen twenty one. You have a, a you have a town named. You have a you have a uh, a, a spot, a uh, a part of town named Greenwood, also known as Black Wall Street, that's in Tulsa, and and that's that's May thirtieth, nineteen twenty one. By June second, Greenwood is gone. Mm. By June second of that same year, Greenwood is gone. So they say that about three hundred people died, um, eight thousand, you know, were wounded, but. I think there was about like maybe eleven to twelve thousand like families, you know, like to, not families, but people. Eleven, eleven to twelve thousand people in in that town, in black people in Tulsa. So if you were twelve thousand or or twelve hundred, no, I, I, about eleven to twelve thousand. Really? Yeah, there were a lot of black people in 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 in, in Tulsa. They they lived in Greenwood. They live on that side of town. Okay. Right, so, so you got so you got that, um, and so now, again on June second, if those people aren't those who aren't dead are basically homeless, right? Um, so what what is what is Greenwood? Well, when slavery was over, um, Oklahoma seemed like a place that offered people a chance to escape like the 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 strong racism that was in the Deep South, so. A lot of people got to Tulsa, right? Tulsa is one of the big cities in Oklahoma. It was a boom town at the time. There was a lot of oil in Tulsa. So jobs, let's leave the South. Let's go up there. Let's make some money. We'll get work. We can send money back to wherever it is that we're from in the deep South and then get those people to come up, right? That was part of what, what what's called the Great Migration. And so people started going up there. Now, they settled in an area of town that was mostly for black people. 
Um, the main street was called Greenwood. Then the area itself got named Greenwood. Uh, fun fact, by the way, Greenwood is actually named after Greenwood, Mississippi, because the guy who helped a lot of black people settle and open businesses in Tulsa, um, his name was uh, O.W. Gurley. He was from Greenwood, Mississippi. So he named that street Greenwood, which then became the area, which then grew to become the area, which, by the way, um, I don't think I've ever met a white person with the last name of Gurley. Anytime I hear Gurley, that person's black. Totally. Yeah. He, he's Football player, running back. Yep, 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 yep. So there was that. But um, so what led to Tulsa being, not Tulsa, but rather what we like to call Black Wall Street being erased off the map? Well, of course, it, it started with false allegations that a black man raped a white woman. Um, it was even better than that. A young black man named Dick Rowland yep. was riding in the elevator in the Drexel building of the 3rd and Main with a white woman named Sarah Page. That's it. Yeah. He rode an elevator with her. Details yeah. of what followed vary from person to person. Accounts of an incident circulated among the cities as white community during the day and became more exaggerated with each telling. I like the telephone game. <laughs> yeah, so... so so what ended up really happening? Well, it says that no one really knew what happened, but based on facts from people who were there, what ended up happening was that Mr. Roland tripped and tried to catch his fall by grabbing Sarah Page's arm. And then she screamed. And then when he realized what happened, I mean, come on, 1921, white woman screaming, are you a black man? He ran. He ran from the building. The next morning, he got arrested. So now we're talking about the 31st of, of, of May, 1921. He got, he, next morning, they arrest him. And by sunset, you have hundreds of white Tulsans outside of the courthouse, because that's usually where um, prisoners were held by the sheriff. You have white Tulsans just like outside, just shouting, hey, let the nigger out. We'll take care of him. Well, hearing all this craziness, you have a group of armed black men who are like, no, nah, we ain't going to let this happen. So they showed up at the courthouse and they were letting officials know, yo, we will protect the courthouse for as long as we have to, to make sure that Mr. Roland, Dick, young, young black dude, gets a fair trial and that he gets to face these charges and then you know be able to 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 be um what what is it when when you go to court and then you are proven innocent of all these charges so he can be vindicated and then he can be set free. Well another reason why we don't want people to have guns when one person has guns then the other person is like yo we gotta get our guns too. Mm -hmm. So so then what ended up happening is a couple, couple there was a little scuffle. One of the black men's, uh, one, one of the white guys tried to grab uh, a black man's firearm from him. The gun went off. All the white people already had their guns on them when they saw the black dude show up with guns. So from that moment, all hell broke loose. 
And I'm not going to go into the particulars because, again, we know today that Greenwood is no longer there. Now, what makes it worse is that when it was all said and done, um, there was a cover-up. There was a cover-up, and the officials of the from the city, from not only from the city, but the officials from the state, tried to um, tried to erase the historical record of Greenwood. Imagine that. Basically, trying to silence that anything has happened. They cleansed, they cleansed history books. If anybody, um, if anybody wants to see, uh, I mean, and it's not for the faint of heart, but watch the very first episode of Watchmen on HBO. The very first episode opening scene. You'll get a very good idea how it went down. It's, it's, I, it's still, when I think about that scene, I get chills. But here's the thing. That, that scene was still fictionalized. Yes. So so now the records erased in the in the 40s you have a, a a young lady by the name of Nancy Feldman who's teaching at the University of Tulsa and so she talks about the massacre that happened about, you know, back she, she was like in the 40s so she's talking about what happened and nobody believed her cuz there was no record of it. Yeah. 20 years ago, just 20 years ago, 20 years prior. And so then you have um, you have got you have a guy who who um, who survived Tulsa. He became a state senator. His name was uh, gosh, something Matthews. I forgot the first name, but he was like he was like, yo, I'm a guy who uh, who grew up you know, I'm I'm a grandchild of like I'm 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 a descendant of of survivors of the Tulsa massacre. And I didn't even learn about it until I was in my twenties. By the way, his charges were later dismissed. Just to throw that out there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. So in the late 1960s, some dude named Don Ross began investigating the story of the massacre. So this shit happened in 1921. Here we are. Over 40 years later, if we're talking about the late 1960s, and then he started interviewing some of the survivors. That's how we are able today to find out about what happened. There was a fucking cover-up to where it took over 40 years. It took over 40 years for people to actually talk about it, to actually get to learn more about what happened. And so that's the, that's the Tulsa, the, 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 the area, again, it's called Greenwood. And it was, it was a thriving area. And it was so thriving that it was called Black Wall Street. Now, why does that matter? Why did I want to talk about this? First and foremost, let's throw a disclaimer out there. I don't talk about these things. I don't mention these things because I want to make white people feel bad. I don't talk about these things because I want white people to feel guilty. In all honesty, I don't really care about that part. 
I say, I talk about these things so that the black people who are listening can feel proud. And you're probably wondering, well, why would you want to feel proud about a massacre? Well, it's not, and that's the thing about history, right? History, depending on how it's taught, depending on how you decide to learn it, people just think about like, okay, this is what happened. This is when it happened. Let me memorize this because that's what I need to know about. No, the story that's not being told here is this. Here you have a community of people. We're talking about 1921. I need you to remember that slavery, enslavement, chattel officially ended in the United States in 1863, right? Lincoln did the speech, boom, black people are free. It took two years from then for everyone who was in the union to really know that it's ended. So we're talking about 1865, right? June 19th, 1865, Union troops roll into Galveston, Texas. And that's where they're like, oh, y'all didn't know? Yeah, y'all free. Y'all could go. And those Union troops, quiet as it's been kept, they're black. It's black soldiers. It's black soldiers because when people found out that the system was over, the system that had their families in bondage for over 300 years by that point, that it was over, well, they were like, well, shit, let's burn this down. And that's literally what they did, right? The people who the people who, who owned the plantation owners, and I, I, I love that name. That is such a romantic name. Oh, well, you know, we own the plantation. No, no, no. This shit was a death camp. Shit was a death camp. And so those people, when, when the Union forces were coming through on some victorious shit, they left because they had a little bread. They left, and they left all the enslaved people there. And the enslaved people were like, yo, what the fuck are we do? Yo, they gone? What happened? They would burn the shit down. And they would see people who look like them. And people who look like them with firearms coming in, them with dignity, telling them, yo, you ain't got to live like that no more. But my point is this. So you have a swath of the society, right? The, 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 the African descendants who get freed in 1865 nationwide. And by 1921, just a short, was that like 56 years later, they're in a situation where not only they're, they're, they're living and they're able to have lives, right? As, as, as whole human beings, but they are thriving. They're able to build a community that rivals black, that rivals black, no, that rivals Wall Street itself. You have people with businesses. You have people who are buying and selling land. Of course, you're talking about a situation where a lot of times it's like, well, this land is reserved for colored people, whatever. And this land is reserved for white people. That's whatever. But I want you to know that the other side of the tracks, as it's referred to nowadays, used to be a thriving side just as well. The promise of separate but equal, which ended up being reneged on, and that's a whole nother situation, that's a whole nother conversation. But people need to understand that, yeah, that they, they were thriving. You have a, a, a community of people who less than 60 years ago were chattel, were literally someone else's property. Most of their most of their ancestors didn't know how to read. 
but somehow, some way, managed to number one leave the leave the system that wasn't necessarily helping them down south in the deep south because old was still had Jim Crow laws, and so people were like, you know what, I'm out, I'm leaving, I'm going somewhere else where I can make more bread, where I can walk full agency, where I can feel dignified, and then I'm gonna send some money back, get the rest of my peoples, and then we all gonna be all right. So you have people who were able to do that in less than 60 years, but I also need y'all to know that it wasn't just Tulsa. People were doing shit like that all over the United States. Oh, Koei. You had black communities who were thriving all over the United States. Eatonville. And they were doing good. They were doing a-okay. Again, within... A hundred years, shit, within 60 years of bondage. Motherfuckers was driving cars. Motherfuckers was going to school. Motherfuckers was becoming physicians, accountants. Real estate magnets, like, they were doing that shit. And that's the important part. The important part, well, I mean, it is important that this whole town was destroyed. But what the whole point of talking about it is where they come from so that people can remember that, man, we were thriving. We were thriving. We were doing all right. Sure, this shit happened, but look what happened before that we were, that we've been able to get over. And that's the most important part. That's the thing that shouldn't be lost. It's not just, oh man, trauma, right? Some shit happened. White people hurt black people again. No, no, no. This shit's going to keep happening. But let's talk about the way that black people were able to bounce back. Not even bounce back. Just bounce up out. Just bounce up out of slavery to where laws had to be. They had to change laws. codes To where like, nah, these people can't do this. These people can't do that. And even, even then where we're segregated, where there are certain areas of town that we can't go in do business in, that's fine. You don't need to go to that restaurant. That's okay. Restaurants. Oh, I can go I can go to that supermarket. That's fine. We would have like 30 supermarkets. I'll go buy my oranges from Joe that I know. Oh, you don't want to sell me a car? That's fine. This sell me a car. So all these things, that's... That's mainly what why I I, I want to talk about these events. It's not just the destruction that happened, and and woe is black people. Definitely that's fucked up, and the cover up is a is is definitely some evil shit to do. But it's also so that people can remember, like yo, within sixty years of an institution called slavery, these people were able to make some shit happen. But then white people destroyed it. <laughs> oh, white literally. People. Like Molotov cocktails, flying prop planes, <laughs> dropping bombs. Yeah. Like shooting babies. It's just the crazy. It's just so crazy. Taking their land. This is the thing for me. What Whenever I think about Tulsa, immediately I think about it was it, it wasn't even a lifetime ago. And I also think I like those people have to know they're living on stolen land 
and I, I mean, I would if if I knew, like if I knew I was a descendant from Tulsa, like you know that like I had ancestors from there, and they had land or business there that got stolen or taken over. I found out about that. You best believe I'm coming back. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat, and I'm taking it back. Oh yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm filing a suit. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And if that doesn't work, get ready. I'm filing a suit. I want some reparation. Like that that is that is just the craziest thing to think. Like lost, you know, all horses, cattle, farmland. Business. That is a business that, that is a business that my grandpa, great grandpa, whomever could have passed down. Exactly. Could have passed pay down. Me, pay yeah. me what it's worth now. Or oh, give yeah. it back. Get the get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm suing. I'm getting my bread. I'm getting my bread. Like I just can't. You know that that's the thing. And and like people like like they, they would be proud of that. Like yeah, my great grandpa. Like, but what? What do you do? He killed somebody for this illegally. He murdered someone. So you like all right? Yeah, you proud of that? Give me a break. Give me a break. I would be livid. That's where we at, man. Same with Okoe. Same with Okoe. Yeah. Those things, they they both go hand in hand to me because it was the same thing that happened. And it and it hurts even more because it it's it's so close to home right now. And uh and there's still I mean, you know, we know there's still families there that were involved in that massacre. You know, even just last year. During the summer, uh, ABC ran a special on the Okoe massacre, and the sheriff himself is just like he's still like he gets always like some racist bigot. How can you tell what he do? What he say? He just didn't even want to acknowledge that it happened. <clears throat> and it, I mean, it's just wild to me that it's just someone would still think like, no, that's not how it happened. That's not what went down. You know, just like I, why, 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 why are you doing that? Yeah. Who who's he lying to? Yeah, at this point, I mean we're 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 talking about a, a situation where what was it that Ron DeSantis said? He's like, Oh, you know, teaching these things would make Oh would yeah, make, that's, that's would make right. our that's... students would make our <laughs> students hate where they come from. It's like I don't think it should. No, and I don't think it will. I, I, what I do think is that it's going to give you a better. Uh, it's going to give you some critical thinking. It's going to give you a better idea of how 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 your you your uh, your stance, your privilege, if you're a privileged person, or at least how these institutions have been built. There's nothing wrong with knowing the truth, right? So it's kind of like when people. It's kind of like people who, when you have someone who's vegetarian and they talk about the cruelty to animals and then you have someone else who's like, oh, I don't want to hear that. Nah, man, what the fuck you don't want to hear that for? That's how that food is made. I have no problem eating chicken. I understand that a chicken had to die for this, but I have no problem understanding that that's what happened. If you can't accept that, then yeah, nah, don't eat the fucking chicken, but nah, it's the same thing, y'all. Oh, you wearing these shirts. Remember in the the 90s, people started learning about sweatshops. (laughs) 
mm. and, and and how and how people didn't want to hear it because you know they, they didn't want to feel that guilt. Nah, man, this shit happened. This shit happened. And then once you know what happened, you can decide how you're gonna move going forward. But you need to know that this happened. You need to know how it happened. Here we are. How is it? Yo, you know how much shit I know about Christopher Columbus. <laughs> you know how much shit I know about Christopher Columbus. You mean how many? How much lies? How many? Lies mind you, know? you, mind you, mind you. Yeah, no, but but that's the whole point. That's the whole point. You know how much shit I know about Christopher Columbus. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about these tribes that were here before that. I don't know anything about these tribes who are still here, relegated to living on quote unquote reservations. I know the ones that own the hard rock casinos, though. You know got mad it's, dough. It's their land. <laughs> they used to come in a hard rock in NBA City and just, I mean, <laughs> I never seen so much money. But and even then, and even then, the the ones, ones. <laughs> even that's what I was going to say. It ain't even about the, these, these, this is a very small percentage. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I can tell you all about Columbus. I can tell you all about um, motherfucking George Washington. I can tell you all about Thomas Jefferson. What's, what's wrong with knowing the truth about Thomas Jefferson? It doesn't change the fact that he wrote a beautiful, beautiful piece of paper called the Declaration of, of Independence. It doesn't change that. It doesn't change the oratory. But shit, you should know that he fucking... Uh, he was a pedophile. Yeah, straight up. You gotta know that he was a pedophile and that he was a sexual deviant. You gotta know that. There's nothing with knowing that. It doesn't change anything. Two things can be true, but you still gotta know that shit. <laughs> two things can be true. Well, two things can, rather. They can be true. Yep. So, come on. Come on. That that's That's just like, yo, let us not. Let us not. Let's 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 be real about about it. You, you you get to a point. It's like yo, really? Like there's this whole and and that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not going deep in. And I'm going to dive deep into it. But you hear about this whole argument about like critical race theory and all that stuff. And it's like yo, these are things that actually happened though, right? So so if if it was like yo, these motherfuckers are making stuff up. Then I'd be like, yeah, man, why are we doing this? I don't support it. But it's not. <laughs> it's not. You're literally like, yo, let's not talk about this because it's going to make these guys look bad. Who cares? You know, you know what's not made up and what's making certain guys look bad? Mm. That eighth news they found in an Amazon warehouse. Yo, straight up. <laughs> they found another one. Yeah. Last week we were talking about a seventh noose. And another one. And then they reopened construction. And now they found an eighth one. So now construction's got to stop again. And another one. Racist-ass construction sites. And another one. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, I mean, how how have they not set up cameras yet or anything? Anything. I don't know. Anything. Someone's got a rat. Someone's gonna say something. They have to, or they just gotta fire every white person on that job site. <laughs> <laughs> then there's gonna be nobody left to work the job site. Hey, 
that's their fault. They better they better get with the program real quick. You know, you know that you know that you know that those jobs went to the union and and what and why were unions created in the first place? To keep black people from getting jobs. Mm. Mm. <laughs> to keep black people, to keep black people, to keep non-white people, because it wasn't just black people per se. It was people who weren't considered white. So that means at one point Italians were kept away from jobs because Italians were considered white. It means at one point, and they are now, it means at one point Irish people were being kept from jobs because Irish people weren't considered as white. Mm. They are now. It means that Greeks were not considered were, were, were kept from jobs because they weren't considered white. They are now. It means that Asians were were kept from jobs. They got that they law cons- signed in, so they're definitely white now. Yeah, yeah, they got the law signed in. So, <laughs> so, so you know, that's what we at. Mm. Mm. That's what we at. So that's why I said what I said about if they keep because man. This ain't no right to work state like Florida. This is unions. Mm. So there you have it. Another noose, bro. Another noose. Eight. I mean, when do you start? When do you start? When do you start to be embarrassed? They don't. They got too much money to be embarrassed. They got too much money. They got too much money. Crazy. If I had that kind of money, you could embarrass me. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way you could embarrass me if I had that kind of money. Fact. Mm. Yo, so Universal, huh? Yeah. Universal Studios. Universal Studios. No oh. more masks. I know Disney says no more masks outside. You still got to wear the mask inside. Nah, Universal's like, you don't even got to wear the mask inside, fam. If you vaccinated, you good. Then it's like, well, how do we prove we vaccinated, son? You know not everybody's going to bring that. You know y'all going to go with the honor system. Yeah, because the census is, uh, you know, against anybody saying that they'd have to show proof of vaccination because he's deaf census and he's just an idiot wearing his dad's it's, oversized suits. See all these suits, though. He looks. He looks like so, a like a like a. Ugh, it's like a child. So as of as of Saturday, you ain't got to rock a mask indoors no more. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I've been vaccinated, so screw everybody else. Ha <laughs> ha. Screw everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's how I said it. You don't want to get vaccinated. That's, that's not my problem. That's your problem. You go out and go catch and die somewhere. Here's the best part, yo. Go spread it to your dumb family so all your dumb brain cells could all die. All dumb at the same time. Just die. The best part is this. While we will not require proof of vaccination, we do expect our guests to comply with this revised policy and the use of face coverings if they have not been vaccinated. Shit. Mm. Universal, not even. Oh man, it's gonna be good. I can't wait for everybody to start catching all sorts of different variants of COVID out here in Orlando. Yeah, straight up, all over the place. straight up. That's what. That's why I'm gonna keep rocking a mask. I don't know. I don't know that it's gonna protect me from all the variants. I'm scared though, man. Like this. This is the thing. Like I, I've been vaccinated, mm. and like it's like one of those things at first where it's like, yeah, you can like not wear a mask because you've been vaccinated. But then people might think 
like I'm a Republican. If, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if I, you know, if I'm not wearing a mask and then it's like, no, I, you know, I got vaccinated. I believe in science. I care about people. That's why I got vaccinated. Um, you know, but then now because of this whole thing, it's like the switch up. So it's like, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you got to wear the mask. And then, you know, so then I'm going to be walking around with a mask and people are going to think that I'm like, I'm like Republican. And I don't really, I don't want people to think that at all. You know? You got so I don't know what to think you. now. So it's like, wear the mask and people think I'm not vaccinated or don't wear the mask and people think I'm Republican. And then like, uh, you know, oh man, it's like a, a, a conundrum. I'm, uh, you know, I'm facing here. Yeah, I feel you, G. Like, which one is <clears throat> it? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to wear the mask because I want to be proud about being vaccinated. But then it's like I can't because then I don't know. You know, people think I don't know. I don't you know. You better wear a mask and 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 not do so when you're in the presence of your peoples who you know are vaccinated. Uh, but aside uh, from that, psh, what a I'm joke. Fine. What a Dude, joke. Fuck around, blood. Universal. Way to go. They've been so sloppy about this whole thing, too, the whole time. Oh. So sloppy. Like I said, man. Well, the, oh, they just started they started uh, construction again on uh, on that on that third park they got going. So that's what it is. <laughs> they need I the guess. bread. They yeah. need the bread. Yeah. They need exactly. the bread, baby. They need the bread, baby. That's what it is. Oh my. Go. Oh my! Oh my! So that's where they are. Mm. Yo, give me a give me a how you live, Ross. I know you got a good one. You know what? I do. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I do. Let's. Uh, it's actually it's I, I. I gotta give a shout out. I gotta give a shout out to Emily Grover <laughs> and her mother Laura Rose Carroll. Emily Grover graduated from Tate High School up in Escambia County. And her mom, Laura Rose Carroll, was an assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary School, also in Escambia County. The reason why I'm giving a shout out to Emily is because Emily was voted homecoming queen um, just last year. So I think that it's a beautiful thing that she was voted homecoming queen. Shout out to her. Emily what? Emily Grover? Grover. Okay. <laughs> she was voted homecoming queen, and I think that's a beautiful thing. It just found out, it just turns out, rather, that 117 of the votes for the homecoming court all originated from the same IP address within a very short period of time. So... Somehow, some way, they figured out that those were fraudulent. Oh, you see, people, we can find out when voting's fraudulent. You see? You see? Nothing happened this election. <laughs> That's how they found out that it was fraudulent. Oh, homecoming, what, huh? What made it worse is that investigators found that the mom... If you all remember, Miss Laura Rose Carroll, we'll just call her Laura. No, Miss Florida, Miss Laura. Mm. Turns out that Miss Laura, who has district level access 
to the school board's information system for students mm. was using her credentials, giving them to her daughter, and they were able to access student accounts um, so that they could rig the vote for homecoming. Turns out they were able to rig up upwards of 246 votes for the homecoming court. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily, being as slick as she was, was bragging to some of her friends that her mom used Focus, which is the system that they have access to, to cast the votes. Oh, damn. Her own daughter put her out. Yeah. Then it's been found out that mom has been using her focus to access 372 high school student records since August 2019. 339 of those were at her daughter's high school. Now, I want you to remember this. She is an assistant principal for an elementary school. So she, ain't got, so she ain't got no business looking at high school students' records. Oh, not 372 my. students. So they were arrested. They were arrested for one count each of offenses against users of computers, computer systems, computer networks, and electronic devices, a third-degree felony. Unlawful use of a two-way communication device, another third-degree felony. Criminal use of a personally identify of personally identifiable information, another third-degree felony. And conspiracy to commit these offenses. That's just a first-degree misdemeanor. They've been out on bonds set at eighty-five hundred dollars. Here's the fun part: mm. they're facing up to sixteen years in prison. One six, 16 years, bro. This is, and here's another shitty thing about it for homecoming, bruv. Yo, she so yo, the daughter was 17 when it happened. She's being she charged as an adult, baby. Turned 18. He's being charged as an adult, baby. Oh man, talk about timing. She's being charged as an adult, baby. Oh my, her mom's yep. 50. Okay, yeah. Assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary School in Pennsylvania. Wow. Wow. It was in October. 117 votes for Tate High School's homecoming court, all originating from the same IP IP address. That's how she got got. No, you got to get that 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 private IP address. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Straight up. Yo. Oh my goodness. 246 votes for the homecoming. Oh, unauthorized access to focus. Oh my goodness. Oh, I think I switched it up a little bit. I'm always talking about financial scammers, but when I found out that Shorty was facing 16 years for, for rigging the homecoming vote, I was like, yo, you must. And then I found out mom who worked for the county was involved. I was like, yo. Moms must really love her daughter to be doing some dumb shit like that. Mm. Get it how you motherfucking live. Miss Laura, shout out to you. Shout out to you, yeah. Yeah. 
You know, I hope it was. I hope it was a good. Years. I hope it was a good dance. I hope that Tiara still fit. Well, uh, no, they take the shit back now. I guess. Sixteen years. Sixteen, 16 years. years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! See that? See? See? Like that's the kind of election fraud. I, I, you know, we got proof. We got. We, that's the kind of election fraud this guy's got to worry about. I don't even want to say his name because I don't want to even give him any any any. <laughs> you don't want to uh any any yeah. kind of no 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 credit no uh, no, no credibility no, nothing. Oh punk! I can't believe him. I, and you know it just stinks because I, I take this personally because I know these people. You know I'm sorry. I'm talking about this kid again who used to be on the swim team back in the day. Back in the day, got you. And uh, you know, I mean, it's just like, man, I know, I know him. Like, I know you. What what happened? What happened that made you made you turn into this crazy, like, you know, right wing conspiracy theorist worried about election fraud when we know it didn't happen? Like, except in this case with the uh, Emily Grover and her mom, Laura Rose Carroll. Yo, shout out to yo, shout out though. Like, I'm looking at. I'm over here, like looking at pictures from like homecoming. Shorty got the the, the crown on. Yo, just with smiling. The, with the got got the hair did. Right, she got layers. Bro, look at their mugshot pictures. Got the hair did. She got look layers. Look at their mugshot pictures. She's smiling. She's because she don't know. She don't know what's happening. <laughs> she don't know what's happening. She still got to be homecoming queen. Oh really? man. Mom's just like, yo, this is it. I really fucked up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Man. Mom's just figuring it out. Too like, funny. yo, this is it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, she had a good... Yo, assistant principal? Mm. Assistant principal in Florida? Mm. That's yeah, great, you, son. You're living good, yeah. At elementary school, too, you're living good. Yeah, so you know you ain't got to deal with nothing too wild. Nope, just little kids. Maybe you know someone bit somebody with... by mistake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You ain't, you ain't dealing with nothing too crazy. Mm. Like, Scambia County, you know what I'm saying? You make you making you making 70 easy. In Pensacola, close to the beach. Mm. Yo, in Pensacola, you know, I don't know what the cost of living is in Pensacola. I, I tell you right now, I bet you it's not very high. But it, that's what I'm saying. But if you're making 70, you all right. You mm. all right. You're probably living like a king if you're making you 30, me? 35 over Yo, there. Yo, sir, you, you know you got a nice crib. Mm. You got a nice crib. You got, a little, you got two cars. Possibly you got an SUV. More than likely, if you're making 70 Gs, you're driving an Escalade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A Ford, Ford some Explorer. Sort of, some, sort of, some sort of Ford, yeah. Some sort of pickup truck. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Got, got, the, got the Explorer. Mm. Or, if, or if you're on a pickup game, if you're on a pickup game, got the got the 150, got the F150, got the got the Chevy Silverado. You feel me? Oh my! You doing all right? You doing all right? And here you are rigging homecoming votes for your ugly dog. You know what I'm wow. saying? Wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? Talk about talking about fucking up a good ass job. Mm. It was cake. Mm. It was cake. You hiring and firing teachers? You ain't firing nobody. You could always blame it on the county. Well, you know the county said. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You you don't even have to be the bad guy or bad girl, bad lady. You know what I'm saying? Bad gal. You don't even have to be that. But now nah, your dumbass. It's okay, baby. We're gonna make sure you get homecoming queen. Why? 
Why does that shit matter? Especially if you made it to assistant principal, you know damn well that life is not over after high school. Your dumbass daughter wants to rig the vote. You give her a reality check, man. If you don't shut your dumbass up mm. and finish and finish these high these college applications, mm. but nah, really, like, got yourself in that situation. Get it how you live, yo. Well deserved. So, get it how you live means, yo. Shout out to you for making it happen, for getting to your goal, regardless. But now, getting how you live also means you got to deal with those consequences. Shout out to 16 years. Shout out to looking at 16 years. Yo, and that's it. Like, even if you don't get the full 16, Mm. what you going to do when you get out? You ain't going to be no principal, no VP. Getting enough. All right. So, uh, give me some shout outs, man. That's that. Yo, so shout out, shout out to, uh, Shout out to uh to to the mom, yo, Miss Laura Carroll with her dumb ass. That's who get that's who gets the shout out this week. <laughs> straight up, straight up. I'm I'm looking at mugshot right now. Now that you Ooh. now that you mentioned the mugshot, because I had to look at what she looked like. Yeah, bro. Her mom knows the shit that she's in. Her yeah, don't. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell the picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You look at the picture, and it's just like uh, her mom is like, "Shit, I fucked up." Her daughter's like, uh, "She's st- that." That's when her daughter was still seventeen. She's like, "Oh, I'm a minor. So I want to see mm-hmm. the next picture." I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And then you see the one with the mask. She ain't smiling. Yep. Anymore. Yep. Um, let me see. Shout outs. Same shout outs, man. LA Insurance. Alan, Ray, Charles, go check them out. Uh, they got two offices. Uh, one's off from Boggy Creek across from Publix. The other one's across the Florida Mall over off OBT. Um, shout out to Be Nice, The Bar, Tori, um, AMH, all my homies, John Q, KB, all those guys. Yo, check me out on Monday nights. I'm out there uh, on the corner of Washington and Roslyn. Um, pretty nice. Nice little spot. Bunch of craft beers. I put yo check follow me on the Instagram. You'll see what's the spot called? What's the spot called? Called Be Nice. Why don't you be nice and come check me out on Mondays? Yeah. Yeah, ball bags. Uh let's see. <laughs> Shout out to uh Jay Wilson and uh Jay Wilson. Um oh my goodness, I'm forgetting my mind's drawing a blank now. LFT, LMT. LFT Wealth, yeah, LFT websites. Oh my goodness, simple, clean, and reliable. Thank you for that. Melissa Wilson, LFT Realty Inc. Uh, shout out to Kenya uh, Robinson, the Blixel Restock Image Project, doing big things. Shout out to Long Shots, yo. Shout out to those boys out at the Four Corners area, Harold, Mo, and Alex holding it down. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yo, stop the Asian hate. You know what I mean? But word, word, word. But for real, yo, just stop. Like, stop racism. Like, can we, can we, can we work on that? Because. You know, it's yeah, it is what it is. I'm not don't get me started, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but yeah, um, yeah, don't you have a, a, a beer Monday? Yeah, beer Mondays, that's what it is. Yeah, so f- follow me on Instagram, everybody. Uh, saw underscore wall underscore. You can check out, I'll post the beer every week. Every Monday that I'm there, I usually pick a beer, uh, like a craft beer to, to, to try and promote one that I think it's pretty, uh, either has like a really cool, um, you know, kind of like logo or design or mm-hmm. kind of look on the can or something that, that I think tastes pretty good. Um, so check me out on there. Follow me on Twitter, Solly D's, uh, S-A-U-L-Y-D-E-Z. 
Yeah, it used to be solid D's nuts. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. Yo, follow the page on Instagram. Get it how you live with a U. Don't be a sucker. Get it how you live. The working man is a sucker, dad. Mm, you know, he, isn't it dead? Nah, yeah, you might be right. Who, see? Collagero? Yeah. Dang, I hope not, man. I, I know he went did, to prison or something. I know he did time, but I don't know if he's still alive. Nah. I think he's gone, son. Nah. He might be alive. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm going to Google it real quick before we go off the air. Lilo <laughs> Jr. Lilo. Lilo. Leo. Leo. L-I-L-L-O. I mean, in Spanish, I would be Leo. Leo Brancato Jr. But I, he's not like... Uh, oh, he's, he's still not, around. He's still around. He's Colombian. He's still around. Yeah, he's Colombian. Yeah. Look of course he is. Yo, yes. you know, you know that's a big uh I mean you're from New York. You know, you know a lot of times you got a lot of Latinos. Usually it's like the Dominican, not Dominican, the Puerto Rican cops. The Puerto Rican cops, we try to act like they're Italian. And then yeah. and, and 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 apparently this guy was raised by by Italian parents, so that's why he he rolled the way he does, but mm, yeah, he Colombian. He out here. He out here was a yo. Know, he was a. Before I forget the fact that he Colombian. He was a damn. He was a damn movie actor. He fell off. Yeah, I don't they know made, made movies as a grown up though. How you gonna be out here making movies as a grown up and then robbing like straight up robbing people's apartments, bro? Oof. Yeah, shout That's out cool. to a Bronx Tale. Go check that out. He had a drug addiction too and stuff. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, All but right. come on, son. You got bread. You got bread. Racial, so he might be Italian. He's like a, he's a Colombian Italian or something. No, no, he's Colombian. He said he said in a racial something about him being in a racial. And he's a t- he's 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 Colombian, but huh. he was adopted and raised by Italian by Italian. Oh, all right, all right. Well, that works. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Tune in next week. You know how we do. Uh, same bat time. Same bat place. Is that what they used to say on the show? <laughs> yeah, same back channel. Oh I don't know. So, right? I don't know. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you can see at the same time. <laughs> oh, Ross, where can they find you, man? Oh, you know, if you go on the Twitters, I'm uh, at Haitian Ross 83. If you find me on the IG, I'm just Haitian Ross. Hello. Peace. Yeah. Peace, everybody. Give the give us some good review. Give us five yeah, stars. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a nice little review. You know what I mean? Send us the hate lines email. open. The hate lines always open. Yeah. Do Send it. us an email. Leave us a message. We want to hear from you. Holla. Wherever you are, wherever you are. Peace. Come on.